you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. NFL's biggest season ever starts tomorrow night. Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys take on Brady and the defending champion Buccaneers launching the 2021 season. Get ready. Kickoff is almost here. It is, in fact, tomorrow night. We're here to wake you up this morning on GMFB, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Happy to be partners with them as we sit here live in beautiful New York City. Fall is ahead of us Wednesday, September 8th. My name's Kay Adams, Peter Schrager. Hi. Kyle Brent, hello. Hello. And Michael Robinson, how are you? What's going on, people? I'm having a good time. Man. Yeah, we're ready to have a, a big show. We're taking some big swings. You've got a list, another a five-question list today. What do we got? We still have five questions, 24 hours ahead of kickoff. Like, I still have things we need to know. We're going to go through them. Real quick, the commissioner, Roger Goodell, saw him on TV last night at the U.S. Open. Oh. His last fix of another sport before he hits the tour and goes to all these other. But he was at the Open, watching some tennis. Get it out of your system, Kamish. Mm-hmm. Football time. I was there Monday, and all I could think about was football. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, a crowd? Oh, normalcy? All I could think about was getting to a Juice football going. stadium for a regular game, and that's what we have in Tampa tomorrow night. It's time for Lee Block. Lee Block. Lee Block. Let's do it. Our long wait's almost over. That's right. We've got action between the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. So we've got to get the latest from both squads. Let's start with Jen Slater with the Cowboys. Sarah Walsh down in Tampa with the defending champs. Thanks, Kay. Well, as the Cowboys and myself depart for Tampa this afternoon, they are going to need their defense to unpack all of that work that they've done this offseason. They certainly feel like they have a clearer vision of what's expected of them under new defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. And on paper, at least, this team is certainly a lot more talented. And that starts with their first-round pick, linebacker Micah Parsons. I did ask around and say... How does this rookie stand out for you? Because there's a lot of hype that come with these guys, but he has been making immediate plays. And I was told he reminds them of Clay Matthews when he was a rookie. 
Keep in mind, he was all over the place for Green Bay and the Packers, so pretty nice comparison there. And I did think it was interesting ahead of their final preseason game here at AT&T Stadium. Parsons was getting a lot of work in with the defensive line. That's because we're expecting to see him in a couple of pass rushing situations. For more on this game and the Bucks, let's go to Sarah Walsh. Thanks, Jane. Tom Brady can certainly relate to some of what Dak Prescott will be feeling Thursday night coming back from a season-ending injury. It happened to Tom Brady back in 2008 when he tore his ACL in week one. I asked him about that and what it was like to make that return, and he said it really gave him a different perspective because players, he said, feel like they're invincible, and something like that happens and you learn that you're not. He said he also learned this, that he would rather play and lose than not play at all. Bruce Arians told us that he expects to see the very same Dak Prescott that they all saw before the injury. Kay, back to you. And that's the one we'd love to see. Thank you so much to Sarah and Jane. Obviously a huge, big-ticket matchup to start off the season. Tom Brady up against America's team. We've talked about it a lot this week, starting Monday, Tuesday. Now we're at Wednesday. I'm curious if anything has changed with you guys. It seems like the vibe is especially given the Zach Martin news. It's a bit of an Mm. uphill battle for Dallas against a team bringing everybody back and healthy. Complete the sentence for me. Let's Mm. make it simple like that. And, Mike, Rob, we'll start with you. The Cowboys will win Thursday night if... They take the ball away from Tampa Bay. More importantly, uh, hold on to the football as well. But, I mean, you saw when Dak Prescott was the quarterback uh, last year. Uh, They had 11 turnovers in those first five games. So, they cannot turn the football over. But Dan Quinn's defense, guys, is predicated off taking the football away from opposing offenses. That's a lot easier said than done, right? They have to be in the right position. They have to be in in, in their spots. And Dan Quinn, when he was the defense coordinator in Seattle, and I think we have a board that I want to show you guys, he, his defenses understand how to take the ball away. Look at 2013, we won the Super Bowl. They only gave, gave up 14 points, 273 yards uh, total, number one in the National Football League, 172 passing yards. Look at 2014. These are the two Super Bowl mm-hmm. squads, okay? They played tough-nosed defense. They took the ball away. Mm-hmm. You can't win in this league if you don't have the football. And, you know, you look at Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They had about 17 turnovers last year, almost won a game. He doesn't turn the football over much. It, th- this game is going to come down to if the Dallas Cowboys can take the ball away mm-hmm. from Tom Brady. Might be easier said than done, yeah. as you noted. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday we were watching Hard Knocks, and it's DeMarcus Ware talking to Micah Parsons. And Ware's like... I was even a veteran in the league, and Brady would just do tricks with me. Like, you can't be fooled by him. How hard of an assignment in your first NFL game mm-hmm. is being a linebacker with Tom Brady under center? Oh, I mean, it's everything. I mean, it's the subtle movements. You saw DeMarcus Ware talking to Michael Parsons about it. It's the subtle movements. He may point at you. He may re-mic you. You may think something is going on and something may not be going on. He may do a play-action pass. You're all up in the, you know, up in the line of scrimmage. You got a tight end screaming behind you. You just have to know your assignment. If Michael Parsons and this defense can know their assignment, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. This is a defense that was historically terrible be, last year. Mm-hmm. They're going to be fine against... Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll have another day fine. to talk about it. Um, <laughs> good luck, Dan Quinn. I, I think it's the other side of the ball. I think um, there's like all these different matchups. There's only one where it's clear-cut to me this unit has an advantage over this unit. I think the... Dallas wide receivers are really good. I think with CeeDee Lamb and with Amari Cooper and with Michael Gallup, they might have an advantage over the cornerbacks on Tampa. Okay, you now, got I know some. it's a team defense, but that's where we look. Right. You look at it, the tail of the tape, I'm like, all right, I'll take those wide outs. 
and I think CeeDee Lamb needs to just be amazing. Okay. I, really? I think CeeDee Lamb needs to dominate tomorrow in a way that we have not seen him dominate yet. Him and Dak together, they only had a few games last year. CeeDee Lamb didn't really get going towards the end of the season. I think he needs to just absolutely steal the show and be like, here's why there's been so much hype on me all summer. Here's why they're talking about me as the number one over Mari Cooper. Here's why I can do this. I, I'm talking like 200 yards. I think we need one of these Randy Moss against the Cowboys yeah, type deals. National coming out party. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bonafide superstar. Again, hard knocks. I watched it last night. CD says like last week he had COVID and could not taste anything, could not smell anything, said it was the worst week of his life. He's 22 years old. Mm-hmm. And he says he's so grateful now to be over that and to be over that hurdle and to be now being able to play in an NFL game. I, look, I, I came out with that breakout players list a couple weeks ago. If you watch the show, if you don't, yeah. here it is. This is the breakout players list. Where do you I, go, number six, number I, seven? I could have put anyone. Look at number one. I put him as a number one in the entire league. Wow. I really feel that way, Mike. This I is not like, your opinion. It's based largely on what you hear. Yes, and that, like, summer was amazing. He was coming on strong at the end of last season, and that those teams that took Ruggs and Judy above him last year are going to regret that as if it's those teams who took Trubisky or anyone else over Mahomes. Like, I feel that strongly about CD. If I'm going to back my words up on the National Showcase against Tampa, this guy needs to put on a show. So call this a salute to arms, if you will, this needs to be the CeeDee Lamb game if they are going to compete, I think. And the Dak. numbers back it up when he's a small sample size, but when he's out there with Dak, there's a serious connection there. I think they're going to have to get him the ball quick, man. I think he's going to have to take the ball and run with it a lot, mm. especially to get Dak comfortable, man. The Randy Moss comparison is apt, you know? and it's, per- it's poetic as well because Randy Moss was the one the Cowboys passed on yes. and then looked <laughs> them up, and then here we are all these years you later. You think he can go for like 230 and three touchdowns? No, I don't think he can go for 230 and three, Peter, but I think he could have a big night. Um, and I, My thing all week and will continue to be, I'm not here for the, well, the Bucks have a better team on paper and the Cowboys don't, so the Bucks are going to win by 30 points. I'm not. It, it gets too strange. It gets too unusual week one. And uh, the, the Cowboys win this game if Tom Brady forgets the pass and if the Cowboys study the pass. Guys, let's do it. Four years to the day from today, the Kansas City Chiefs go up against the world champion New England Patriots and Tom Brady coming off the 28-3 comeback. And Alex Smith burned Gillette Stadium to the ground. Demetrius Harris, Kareem Hunt in his first football game ever. Fumbled his first carry. First carry ever. It took off. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look at these beautiful plays. This is the world champion pass. This is Brady hanging the banner. Oh, my God, we're going to. They got crushed in this game. With Patrick Mahomes on the sideline watching for the Kansas City Chiefs. Guys, this thing can happen. You want the Amari Cooper game or you want the C.D. Lamb game? A Kareem Hunt game happened that you didn't see coming. And meanwhile, we got a clip of uh, Tom and Giselle shooting something in their car going home, and she's angry, and he's angry. They were shocked. No one, if we had done the show that day, and we, sitting, we were probably sitting there on that Wednesday being like, well, it's, the, it's the Brady, and it's Alex Smith, and no, 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 no. No, they got shocked. Their asses kicked that yeah. night in their own stadium. It can happen. Tomorrow, I'll tell you if it will happen. But I'm just saying, today, <laughs> it can. I like that. There's different takes at the table. We've been talking about every which way. You, I'm with Shriggs. I think there's no way that... The Cowboys can stop the Bucks well, see, offense. I, my thing is just you just people have to understand like this team wasn't meant to be a three four. They didn't have the personnel last year mm-hmm. for a three yeah. four defense mm-hmm. that put you out of place. That mm-hmm. put guys in places they're not accustomed but to. But the sum of that is that the Cowboys defense cannot stop the Bucks. So ipso facto, I think on the other side it's going to be C.D. Lamb. So this is one of those things to me. Dak Prescott's going to have to have a four hundred yard. Ooh. Three touchdown game for this one. Oh, it's him versus the GOAT. Can he outduel him? I think it's going to be the Cowboys win if Dak can put the entire team on his shoulders. Mm. Oh, man. Unfortunately, a I don't want to. A lot of pressure on Dak. A lot of pressure on Dak. And, uh, and with know. that defense, um, and 
Life's not fair. I just think that that's, that's how it'll work. Come on, Dan Quinn. We'll see Let's Friday go, morning with highlights. Of course, we'll be here with you Monday through Friday, 7 to 10 a.m. Eastern. Everybody watching, joining us uh, all over the place, even across the pond, as we welcome in Ian Rappaport, our NFL Network insider. Let's head to the AFC North. Ian, welcome to the show. How are you? Good to see you. What's the latest with the Steelers and TJ Watt? And what's going on with the Ravens' backfield? Well, let's start with T.J. Watt, the star pass rusher for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who has been a little bit under the radar, holding in the entirety of training camp. And this thing now has reached a critical point with T.J. Watt and the Steelers, as, of course, as you know, they are in long-term contract extension negotiations. It has been an incredibly difficult negotiation. Watt has barely participated in training camp, but all barely participated in practices. And head coach Mike Tomlin said yesterday he is optimistic that Watt will be out there today practicing with his teammates, ready to go, and preparing to play in week one. I am not so sure of that because this is one where, as of right now, it is very up in the air if this thing actually gets done. If it gets done, Watt expected to be the highest-paid defensive player in football. If it does not get done, it is likely because the Steelers do not guarantee, fully guarantee contracts past year one. It's unclear at this point if Watt is willing to accept that structure very, very big couple days for the Pittsburgh Steelers as far as the availability and viability of their star pass rusher. Meanwhile, a former Steeler, Le'Veon Bell, latched on yesterday in a little bit of a different way. He is signing with the Baltimore Ravens practice squad. The former big-time running back who had a very difficult year in Kansas City last year is going to try to do a little comeback situation thing in Baltimore. Now, signed with the practice squad, probably going to be promoted Fairly soon, they lost two key backs, including J.K. Dobbins, to injury. So perfect opportunity for Le'Veon Bell to get some sort of career restart in Baltimore. For the Ravens, thank you so much, Ian. Talk to you in a bit. Aaron Donald, T.J. Watt, either of them taking home the defensive MVP award this season. Defensive Player of the Year. We've got our predictions up next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Season kicks off officially tomorrow night. We couldn't be any more excited here at the breakfast table. Welcome to Good Morning Football. It is time for Prediction Week 2020. It rages on here. So far, we've revealed our picks for Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, and which teams will make the postseason. Well, I didn't do that part. But now I will join in this because it's super fun and easy, and it's just one thing. It is this season's Defensive Player of the Year. It's nice. It's clean. It's not convoluted. Peter, who you got? I'm going to go with uh, a player who's going to also be the NFL's Comeback Player of the Year. Mm. It's a player who last year played in one game. Tore his ACL, missed the entire rest of the season. Oh, okay. And then went on to lose some weight, get better. And I'm told this summer is tearing up training camp. The 2021 Defensive Player of the Year will be Nick Bosa of the San Francisco 49ers. Nick Bosa's my pick. This guy missed all of last season after week one and has just been absolutely monstrous this summer. He's down from 268 to 260. He's a little lighter on his feet. And he attacked his rehab like no other. I expect not only Defensive Player of the Year, I expect Comeback Player of the Year. I think this guy is going to be electric. The 49ers are going to be back. And they're going to have one of the best defensive lines in the NFL, as they did in 2019 when he showed up on the scene and was basically the best defensive lineman on a squad that went to the Super Bowl. There he is. He's back. He's not afraid to wave that flag and plant it in your building. I'm going Nick Bosa. Can you get both? Can you get both awards? I think you can. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if it's Has it happened. ever happened? I don't know. But that's awesome. That's my pick. Bosa. Wow. That's really cool. He got me fun. Man, look, it's hard to go go after that. Nick Bosa, I mean, he might be technically one of the best pass rushers. I mean, just technically from a hand standpoint. Uh, But for me, uh, I'm going to go to the Washington football team. He won the defensive rookie of the year last year. Chase Young. Okay. Okay. Talk about it. This dude is legit. Okay. I had an opportunity to talk to him on the Total Access podcast over the offseason. He's very aware of you know who he is and how teams try to defend the you know uh, try to play against him, uh, he understands that he put on tape a couple of times last year. Not a lot of effort. I mean, he worked on that in the offseason. This dude is a grown man. Like he, when he gets to you, he, he gets to you aggressively, and he's a franchise player. Right? You usually don't see defenders as, as a guy that can be the face of your franchise. Chase Young can definitely be the face of the Washington football team. I expect this guy to be better. Seven and a half sacks last year, 12 quarterback hits. Oof. I think he's in double-digit sacks this year. I think it all depends on how good the Washington football team does as a team, whether or not he gets his award. Mm. What, what a start. If he does that, second year in. I'm after, telling you. Oh my you think Ohio State had a good defensive line a I couple do, years Peter. ago? Yeah. Wow. You know D-line coach? Larry, Larry Johnson. Johnson. You know, this segment is nightmares. Yeah, it is, and it's about to get even scarier. Some of my picks are crazy. Some of them are going to be wrong. I think this one's going to be right. Uh, don't either. I, I, um, just bring up the picture. Here's your defensive player of the year for 2021. Bring up the damn picture. Who is This it? is my guy. Bring up the picture. No, yeah, that's my guy. Very simple. Miles Garrett of the Cleveland Browns. Uh, it's time 
He's arrived, he's put in a few years, he's healthy, he's on a contender, and he's talking. So the Browns add Jadevian Clowney and Malik Jackson on the defensive line. This is a real quote from Miles Garrett. Oh boy. I got my Kyrie and my love. I got to prove I'm LeBron. Wow. And he says it in Cleveland. In he says, city. I have to prove that I'm the playmaker at all levels. He needs to take over the game defensively. They added some pieces. That's great. I have to be LeBron. Guys, at KC week one, he's going to sack Mahomes. Versus Houston week two, he's going to sack whoever the hell they put out. And versus the Bears week three, he's going to sack Justin Fields, and it's going to be off and running. I think this is the year of Miles Garrett. I don't think 20 sacks is out of the question. I don't think Michael Strahan is out of the question. In a 17-game season, I think Miles Garrett, this is the takeover, and we are all witnesses. Yeah. He's going to be the LeBron of the Browns defense. Kyle, Kyle he is right. He, physically, he should have been taking over games. You're right. I huh. think it is time for Miles Garrett to do his thing. And look, there's no disrespect to Aaron Donald. I think Aaron Donald, to me, was just an easy pick. Sure. Uh, we got to go look outside. So, Aaron, if you're watching, man, you know, you'll probably get it, but no, we'll that see. That means I, I pick Aaron Donald, right? Somebody picked him. Someone has to. <laughs> no, I, I didn't even think about it. it it's, it's just a, it's a given that it might be him. But yes. the way I thought about it, I, I mean, I want to pick Bobby Wagner, but what, who's all pro, what more can Bobby Wagner do when he hasn't ever gotten this award and he hasn't really been in contention? So I went another way, but sort of in the same vein. I want somebody who does a lot. Of, I thought Chris Jones was a, would be an interesting pick from the Chiefs. I love him. There's guys who do different things. But I'm going to go Jamal Adams because wow. general wreaker of havoc. If you just look at what they did, I mean, I bring up the splits all the time. They were not great defensively the first half of the season. Second half of the season, they were the number one defense. Why? What was the biggest, like, catalyst of that? that? right there. Well, they changed how they used him a little bit, right? Let's use him a little bit more as a pass rusher. Let's get him going. And he racked up eight and a half sacks over the second half of the season at safety. Mm -hmm. I think that's insane. So assuming, and they should, and they better, keep using our friend Jamal Adams like this, tell me he can't rack up 100 tackles, double-digit sacks, and have some interceptions. The only guy who's ever done that in NFL history, James Harrison. What did he do? Took home the Defensive Mm -hmm. Player of the Year award. It doesn't happen very often at safety, as I'm sure Shriggs will tell me. It's Ed Reed, Bob Sanders, but he I think he could join. He draws comparisons to Troy Polamalu all of the time. Troy took it home. I think he very much could do I love that it. this year. I love it, especially if Seattle is one of these teams that is dominant and they're winning the NFC West. He's going to be, I think, their top defensive player. Who's missing outside of Aaron Donald? It's Aaron Donald. He's yeah, Aaron Donald is too good. It's Aaron. boring television yeah, for us yeah. to say you. You'll probably win it and yeah. you deserve it. Um, but other than that, you know, look. Let's see what happens with T.J. Watt. Like, he deserved to be on okay. that list. Anybody else come Chandler to mind? Jones. Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones, of course. Arizona has T.J. Uh, J. Watt on the other side. Arizona that would have to go to the playoffs, maybe yes. win the West to we get that. To. You know, the days of us hyping Khalil Mack, and so unfortunately, he's kind of below the you radar know, yeah. now. The you Dolphins know? fans are screaming, Xavier Howard has 10 picks every year. If you go out there and you have one of those type of seasons mm-hmm. where you have double digit interceptions, you got to be a part of it. There's always a corner who has a big year. Gilmore won it a couple years ago. Mm, true. At GMP with your thoughts. But it is now time to tell you who <laughs> we think will be this season's most valuable player. Come on, Kay. Okay. Yes, I'm kicking things off. They put this. You can already see. <laughs> <laughs> I can see this. No, the color white. of the jersey. It could be anything. No one knows. Could, it's somebody white, white, jersey, white and blue. Any guesses? No. no. Dak. I'm, yes. I'm going to go with Dak. Oh, I guessed it right. <laughs> I'm doing it because I feel as though the numbers bared it out. Yes, last year, numbers matter when it comes to the MVP. When he was out there, when he was healthy, he was doing his thing. He went out, came out the gates flying an absurd, like unprecedented 
422 yards per game before the injury. He was on pace to absolutely obliterate Peyton Manning's single-season passing record. I think he's going to pick up right where he left off. And it's going to be one of those Oprah stitches. It's going to be like... Gallup, you get 1,000 yards. And C.D. Lamb, maybe you get 1,500 yards. And then Amari Cooper, you get 1,200. You better win. Yes, he's got the receivers. I think he's going to have to put his team on his back. I know Micah Parsons, a very exciting rookie. We're all trying to get behind. Dan Quinn, we love you on defense. I'm not convinced they'll be that great. So he's going to have to put it on his back. Will this team into the playoffs? I didn't. In a million years, I never thought I would pick the Dallas Cowboys quarterback to be the most valuable player in the National Football League at this time, but I'm doing that. And if he can build off what he started last year pre-injury, there's kind of no way this doesn't happen. I think his MVP case would be undeniable. Whoa! Uh-oh. Nicely done. It's good. Okay. Nicely done. That was good. That was good. Come on, P. Strays. Right. We got P. Strays. Prescott. Who knew? Prescott. I did not think you All right. MVP. That. Okay. You guys know I love my Mahomes, right? Mm-hmm. You know I love my Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I love Josh Allen, too. Mm-hmm. I love a guy. Um, but the MVP of the 2021 NFL season is going to be a player who is about to take the league by storm and finally, finally get those MVPs. Hey! I'm going with Russ. I'm going with Russ. Russell Wilson never has received an MVP vote, not once. Russell Wilson is going to be amazing this year. New offense with Shane Waldron, a different type of offensive line. And what I love most, DK, another year. Lockett, another year. And Russell Wilson with a chip on his shoulder that is as big as Mount Olympus. I think this guy is about to tell the rest of the world, yeah, I flirted with some other teams this offseason. Yeah, I'm coming back to Seattle. And yes, I'm still that guy. Russell Wilson did the NFL Top 100 this year. He wasn't voted in the top 10. Mm. Russell Wilson wasn't voted in the top it really 10. bothered you. Ow, it irked me. The because This guy is the quarterback that defensive coordinators lose sleep over. He's the quarterback that everyone does not want to face. He's the quarterback that you can't prepare for. Russell Wilson, in a year that no one is talking Seahawks and no one is mentioning Russ along the likes of Josh Allen and Mahomes and, of course, our man Aaron Rodgers or even Dak. I think this is the year that Russ looks himself in the mirror and he says, you know what? Zero MVP votes. How about I take all of the Ooh. MVP votes? Ooh. How about I make it unanimous? And Ooh. I make it unanimous. <laughs> Russell Wilson leads the Seahawks to the playoffs, puts up huge numbers, and he is finally the league MVP. Let's go. Oh, nicely done. That's my quarterback oh. right there, Peter. I'm going to walk this way, man. I'm going to go, you know, walk past Dak a little bit. All right. <laughs> All right, Russell, I see you over there, oh, man. I love like, you, Russell, man. You're my quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Let me step on up in here for a second. I, you can already see a little bit of my jersey. Uh, if you've been watching the show uh, through the week, there's, there's, no, there's no mystery who I think is the best player in the National Football League. Bills Mafia, stand up. Oh, Bills Mafia, stand up. Oh, yeah, Josh Allen. Josh, doesn't it look good? I need to jump through a table. Look, let me tell you something. <laughs> Look at this guy. There isn't a guy physically capable of doing some of the things that Josh Allen does. He can run any offense. He can be your lead rusher. He's your goal line back. He can throw the ball almost 100 yards if you need him to. This is the next step for the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. MVP. You talk about that jump, Peter, from year two to year three. Wait till you see the jump from year three to year four. He's kept the same play caller. <laughs> He's kept the same offensive line. He's kept everybody. And I know y'all going to say, oh, they don't have a run game. Josh Allen does it all. 
What you do, Petey? You turned around? Yes, I like ah, that. Ah, do that. Josh Allen. He's going to carry he's everybody gonna jump again? on his back. Huh? He's going to jump again? Another he's jump? another jump. He's going to double dutch it? He has so much left in there. He ain't going to be double dutch, you know, doing his thing. Oh, Come good. on, man. Josh Allen, let's go. Wait, how's it feel wearing that jersey? It feels amazing, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh... Terry Pagula, mm-hmm. Jim. Come on now. I know y'all know Penn Staters like that. Oh, Come on, hook yeah. me up. I just had to say it. I had my moment. I had mm-hmm. to say it. Well done. Wow, great job, Mike. Appreciate you. Great in the red. Three quarterbacks. Yeah. And I think we suspected that one was coming. Yes, we did not expect Dak. We did not expect Shop. Russell. I thought no. for sure you'd have a Stafford jersey on. <laughs> Will we expect mine? Let's let's take a little Justin walk over here. Justin Herbert. <laughs> All right. Um, long time ago. It was a major motion picture. It was called Die Hard. It gets talked a lot about around Christmas. We know that. And I remember reading the poster as a child. It said, 12 bad guys, one cop. The odds are against John McClane. That's just the way he likes it. I was like, oh, that's really cool. It reminds me of the 2021 MVP. You see, after Die Hard, every movie that came after it was compared to it. Die Hard on a bus, Speed. Die Hard in a prison, The Rock. Die Hard on a boat, Under Siege. Speed? The Rock Under Siege. I think that all describes this gentleman, and he is about to deliver Die Hard on a football field. I don't know if he has the help he needs. I don't know if his team has the health he needs. But I know this. Here's the poster. 11 tacklers, one hero. The odds are against Lamar Jackson, and that's just the way he likes it. Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Jackson! It's coming! He's back! He's going to do it all himself! I don't care who's hurt. I don't care who's gone. Lamar is back for two MVPs. Yippee-ki-yay, it's going to happen. Ah! I love it. I didn't know I had it in me. I can't believe I'm wearing this jersey. Oh, my God. He's got the story. He's got the game. He's going to do it all himself. I don't care who you sign, who gets hurt. I got this, and I'm going to run rampant through the AFC North again, Lamar. I love it. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. So you have it. Um, all four predictions. That. Do with them what you will. Here we go. Kay Adams takes Dak Prescott, who starts tomorrow night yeah. against Tom Brady. Peter says Russell Wilson will get all the MVP oh, votes. Oh, and, and unanimous, although Mike Robb in the beautiful red Josh Allen yes. jersey says Josh Allen will make Another jump. Yes. And hopscotch to the NFL. <laughs> and I myself am wearing the black Ravens jersey for number eight. Lamar won the MVP before. I think he's going to do it again Ooh. tomorrow. If you thought that was fireworks, tomorrow we wrap up Prediction Week 2021 with our picks for Super Bowl 56. We'll give you the matchup, NFC, AFC champ, and then we will give you a winner. Who knows? One of them might be playing tomorrow night. Bucks, Cowboys. But that is the end of 2021 Prediction Week. Do not miss tomorrow's show. Woo! You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, 
green Irish shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. In just a second here in Tampa Bay, Bruce Arians became the oldest head coach to win a Super Bowl. Well, you can check out No Risk It, No Biscuit, where we get a look at how Coach Arians evolved since his days coaching at Temple University and how he and that Staff, which is a very diverse staff, I should mention, overcame the pandemic and the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs on their way to raising the Lombardi. Box on the Super Bowl champs. At one point in time, we were seven and five. I'm not real sure we even making the playoff. Brady and his receiver were not on the same page. They need help. I think it started clicking. Keep attacking. No risk it, no biscuit. <laughs> it's going to be all or nothing. Makes the catch. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Just how he held this team together. No risk it, no biscuit. Boy, the biscuit tastes really good. No risk it, no biscuit premieres tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network. Okay, the start of the 2021 NFL season begins tomorrow Woo! night. In tomorrow Tampa night, Peter. Bay. And yet here we are, about 28 hours away from all the festivities. I still got so many questions. Same. And I, I still don't have any answers. You thought you would get them in August? No. Thought you'd get them in September? No. Here are my top five lingering questions 24 hours before the start of the season. <laughs> Story number five, and it goes to the Kansas City Chiefs, who are in that Super Bowl, losing to the Buccaneers. And all offices we heard, the Chiefs have rebuilt their offensive line. They're cheap. The Chiefs have rebuilt their offensive line. They're really great. Yeah, but can they actually protect Patrick Mahomes? It's one thing to get new names, but I don't think it's as easy as just snap and we could forget these images. Mm -hmm. The offensive line in that Super Bowl was horrendous. So what do they do? They went out there and they made a change. Take a look at this. Not just one change. The Super Bowl offensive line versus projected week one offensive line. There is not a single player who started on that Super Bowl the last time we saw any football who will be starting week one for Kansas City. You want to talk about how important continuity is and consistency. 
They completely overhauled their offensive line. They went and they traded for Brown. They went and signed Thune. They drafted Humphrey and Smith. Wow. And Niang, who missed all of last year because he sat out because of COVID, is expected to start over Mike Remmers at right tackle. I have never seen a change like this to mm. a unit. Not only one player, not moving a player from tackle to guard, five different right. faces protecting what might better. be the most valuable asset. And you know what? Better get it right uh-huh. because there's a lot of young guys in there. We love Trey Smith. It's a great story. Sixth round pick. Um, is he ready to go 17 weeks and be the guard? We love Creed Humphrey. He is a rookie at center right. with the number one player in all of football based on the NFL 100 behind him. I don't know. Are we so sure? Something to watch as the season goes on. Number four. Maybe be better. They could. I'd hope they'd be better. Maybe be better. It was atrocious in the Super Bowl. <laughs> number four. Does Ben Roethlisberger still have it? Can I say it? I know we are not allowed to really ask these tough questions, but like, does he have it? Because he didn't at the end of last season. He didn't, and it didn't look good. It was, whether it be fatigue from the surgery he had before last offseason, whether it be the weird scheduling quirks that basically gave the Pittsburgh Steelers the only schedule in the league that had no buys. They were playing on Tuesdays. They were playing on Mondays. They were playing... There's a million excuses we can make, but whatever it is, the film doesn't lie. Ben was not the same guy over the last few weeks of the season as he was at the start of the season. And I take no pleasure in saying this. I love Ben Roethlisberger. I think he's a Hall of Famer. This team is going to go as far as he takes them. Does he still have it? Because in this pass here, which our Matt Hamilton showed, the pass to Fryermuth in the preseason, it looks like Ben still got it. There's got zip on that. But that's August. How's Ben going to look in November? How's Ben going to look in December? They've done everything they possibly could. They brought in the offensive coordinator that he likes, who was the quarterback's coach, Matt Canada, who's calling the plays. They got him a running back in Najee Harris in the first round, which no teams do anymore at all. And they rebuilt that offensive line. Ben, all eyes on you. I don't know. Number three, NFC West. We talk about this loaded division, but only one team can win. We can hype all the teams. 49ers, Rams, or Seahawks? Who are you picking? Who are you picking? I don't know. It's so wide open. I look at these three coaches. You have, obviously, Shanahan in his fifth year, McVay in his fifth year, and then Pete Carroll in his twelfth year. These guys, they're killers on the football field. Each one of them is a competitor. Through their, You can even throw Kingsbury in there as you want four coaches that all have something to prove and something they want. But you ask anyone, they're going to tell you, I love what the Rams are but the 49ers are really good. And the Seahawks are the Seahawks. I don't know. I don't know if I'm banking on this guy. I don't know if I'm going with McVay, and I don't know if I'm going with Pete. The NFC West is wide open this year. I ask you fans at home, if you have a better idea, let us know. We're going to be making our picks throughout the season. Some of the offenses, too. 49ers, Rams, or Seahawks. All Great point. Three. We know what Kyle Shanahan runs. We know what Sean McVay runs. The Seahawks just hired Sean McVay's top <laughs> offensive assistant yep. yeah. to run their offense. NFC West is going to be wide open. I don't have a winner yet. I got I to gotta think on this one. 49ers, Rams, or Seahawks, you tell me. Number two, stay here in New York. What do you got? Is Daniel Jones going to make the year three leap? Or <laughs> this is not number one? Or, this could have been number one, dog. For real. I mean, <laughs> it's all there now. You got Saquon, you got Galladay, no you got excuse. Tony, you got Rudolph, yeah. you've got, they went and they signed a Dory Jackson on defense, they've got the loaded front set. Daniel Jones, we've heard a lot, we talked a lot, are you that guy? Is this the year? Kyle, you brought this up, and I really thought this was a great full screen. This is the first two seasons of their NFL careers. Josh Allen and Daniel Jones had similar numbers. No way you're comparing Josh Allen not. to Daniel Jones. Hang with me here. Okay. The year three leap. Everyone says, okay, well, Daniel Jones made. I don't think people realize what kind of leap Josh Allen made last year. Mm -hmm. 
Josh Allen went from a 58% points on completion to almost 70%. Look at the numbers. He went from 3,000 passing yards to 4,500. To expect Daniel Jones to make a year three leap because Josh Allen did it a couple years back, it doesn't work like that. Josh Allen is a freak. Josh Allen is in a different stratosphere. And yet, Daniel Jones needs to be better. He needs to protect the football. He needs to be smarter in big positions. And he needs to win games. This is it. This is year three. How the NFL works when you are a first-round quarterback, you get three years, and then the team decides whether they want to pick up your option or they don't. And in New York last year, Sam Darnold was a number three overall pick. Mm -hmm. And the New York Jets said, see ya. (laughs) Daniel Jones is in the same market. Daniel Jones, are you that guy? And are you going to make that leap? I don't think anyone can make the Josh Allen leap. It's too much to ask. But you got to be better. Mm -hmm. Finally, the number one question, and it's been the entire offseason, is Tua Tunga-Vailoa that dude? (laughs) What's that mean? What dude? Is he that dude? (laughs) This is it. Like Dolphins fans are ready, and they are in his corner. And I know we've spent a lot of time on this show talking about, but with all the whispers about Deshaun Watson being the desired quarterback before the Watson scandal, with all the talk about, well, Fitzpatrick actually held Tua back, and they fired Chan, or Chan Gailey moved on, and they bring in a co-offensive coordinator situation with Godsey and Studsville. Like, at, the Dolphins have everything, everything. They should be a playoff team. Is Tua the guy to lead them there? Again, sometimes we've got kitty gloves on. Sometimes we like to dance around it. But, like, that's the question in Miami. Uh-huh. It's my number one question this season. He was the fifth overall pick. He was coming off a crazy hip injury. It was a COVID offseason. And yet last year, when he did go in the game, there wasn't this great body of work where we could say, yes, Tua's the guy. The Dolphins are ready. They're just ready for someone to take them. Is Tua that dude? We will know. Mm-hmm. I think we'll know very early. Week one against the Patriots, we'll have an idea whether he is. Here are Here. my top five questions. Great job. This is it. Sometimes great you got to ask the hard questions, right? Like, Daniel Jones, we want to coddle. And Tua, we want to coddle. And all that. The NFL is a tough biz. Here are my questions. Mike, what do you think? Man, I love them all because I have those same questions, man. I mean, you hit it all right here. I mean, for me, the biggest one is Daniel Jones because obviously in the the NFC East, I think Dallas is the most talented team. I think Washington has the best defense. Philly, I think, is, you know, under the radar right right now. and, And they play their best when they're, you know, up against the wall. The New York Giants, if Daniel Jones makes a small leap, I'm just saying, oh, and don't turn the football over a lot. They could be the most complete team in the NFC East and sneak into the playoffs. So, great job, big dog. Great job, man. I will say, we keep hearing the name Deshaun Watson swirling around Tua. We asked Christian Wilkins about what he thought about Tua mm-hmm. today. Again, similarly to how guys talk about Daniel Jones, you're not, you don't get that X's and no stuff. You get that He's locker room stuff. He's yeah. tough. He's a good. Yeah. So the questions are out there and they'll only be answered. I will say, let's let Tua, he does, whether the Deshaun Watson stuff, whether he's not the guy, he's not the dude, he deserves a chance to prove that. And hopefully yeah. he does to start. He'll have it this year? For sure. Kyle, what do Listen, you think? the leap, was, a lot of it was Josh. A lot of it was Stefan Diggs. Right. That was a huge play. So Kenny Galladay, does he have Stefan Diggs potential? But Peter, on the precipice of this season, I'm surprised at you about one thing. Yeah. You go on and say, the NFC West is wide open. No, it's not. You only included three teams. Yeah. What, what is the deal with you and the Cardinals? You've taken a field <laughs> turn on them and yeah. Cliff. We could have thrown Cliff in there, but we oh. didn't. Why not, Kyler? Why, Cliff, call no. Why not? <laughs> I, think I, their offense, I think their offense is going to be really talented. I have questions about that Arizona defense this year in the backfield. And these, stars. these three teams are such perennial powers in that division. Arizona, to me, not yet. We could see it this season. And Kyler can have this giant leap. Yeah. 
But these two coaches right here, they're gonna yeah. go neck and neck, and then this guy's like the grandfather watching over all of it. Mm -hmm. Cliff has to get into that conversation. All these guys have playoff wins, Super Bowl berths. Cliff hasn't gotten there. Who did you pick, the Niners or the Rams to win? I the took division? the Rams to win the division, but I have not made You're my Super Bowl pick forth, yet. Yeah. So, Super Bowl might be a little different than that. Right? Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Patrick Mahomes, I got to spend the preseason with the Chiefs on the sidelines, and I got to sit down with Patrick Mahomes. I was at home in Tribeca. He was, we're at the facility, I do believe, so it was very fun to sort of connect with him. Mano y mano, uh, ahead of this game against the Browns. What a huge, huge game, of course, between those Chiefs and Browns. The full interview will air Sunday on NFL Game Day Morning, presented by Lowe's. Here's just a little tease. You're going into 2021, there's a smile on your face, back-to-back -back Super Bowls, two very different results. Did you take anything away from the Super Bowl loss that was helpful? Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing that I, I took away from it was you got to be ready to play every single day. Having that blowout loss that we hadn't had yet is something that will make sure that I'm ready to go every single week, but I don't take it for granted what it's like to play against the best of the best. Check it out on Sunday. Cannot wait to be part of Game Day Morning. I've got fantasy picks for you on Sunday, as well as you set your lineups, especially daily ones. Uh, but as far as the entire season is considered, I thought I could take down some big swings and just predictions I have looking at ADP, looking at where guys went in drafts after it's all been said or done. So here are some fantasy big swings for 20. Let's get it. 20. Let's do it, Michael. Let's talk about another Michael that I like a lot this year, Michael Pittman Jr. Okay. Yeah, he's my first, but we don't talk about him much at this breakfast table. A lot of, uh, we've shied away from the Colts portion of the program, but Michael <laughs> Pittman, I think, will have more touchdowns than DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, I know really? it seems, yes, it seems a little wild. Oh. It's not a slight on DeAndre. He's going to have catches. I think he has more yards uh, and absolutely crushes it. But Kyler's going to run in you know, 12 himself. Let's just right, be honest right. about this. Pittman, 6'4". He's 223 pounds. He's an absolute monster, or Warriors, Frank Reich actually calls him. So, if the Wentz-Quentin Nelson thing didn't draw so much attention, I think he would, Michael Pittman Jr., who can be the number one in this offense, T.Y. Hilton, not healthy to start the season. I think double-digit touchdowns are a very real possibility for Michael Pittman Jr. Big body. Guy. The guy can fly, too. My only question is, Quarterback throwing him the football. You know what I'm saying? I know, but that's, that's, the, that's the inherent value in this, and that's why it's a big swing, see? <laughs> I'm saying swing. he'll have more touchdowns than DeAndre Hopkins. Next up, we've talked a lot about rookie quarterbacks these past few months, so I had to make a prediction about them, my second big swing. Trey Lance will outscore Mac Jones in fantasy points this okay. season. All things point to, of course, Trey Lance being utilized heavily. I'm looking at you, Peter Schrager, in this offense, even if he's not starting. It's just the legs. So it's he, just, just the rushing yards. I, well, yeah, like over a thousand. Like he, he can do that. He can. Yeah. It's part of his game. So I feel like that combined with goal line packages for him, right? Yeah, it's definitely going to get action. He might get five to ten snaps to start, and he might take over at some point. But Mac is every week. That's yes, what I'm he's saying. every Mac week. But do you see Mac throwing a ton of touchdowns? Let's just be honest. No, I see Mac handing the football off a lot. Right. So <laughs> this has to be a full takeover. This has to be Trey Lance's yeah. starter. Absolutely. I, I think just, you. I think it I'm not be. saying like who you should have owned or who you'd be most serviceable week to week. I'm saying at the end of the day, mm -hmm. after 17 games, not weeks, 17 games, Trey Lance will have, have more fantasy points to than take. Mac Jones. I think it's more defense, more running the ball up there in New England. Trey Lance, if he takes over by, what would you say? Week seven. Week seven? All yeah. right. Maybe, and he's involved in the offense right. in a Taysom Hill way right. earlier than that. 
Yeah. I think Trey Lance with all he can do. Will that's be. a huge swing, Kay. You I'm think not feeling so? that, especially because, you know, Trey Lance doesn't have the starting job. I think that's a uh, think, Just yeah. think about all of the rushing touchdowns scored in the preseason versus the pass. What, give me the – who's he throwing the ball to? You're talking uh, about Michael Pittman Jr. who's throwing him the ball. Who's Mac Jones throwing the ball to? Yeah, you're right. You got a point. I'm just saying you got a point. <laughs> okay. But he, Mac Jones is the starter, though. That's all I'm <laughs> that's saying. That's so true. Okay, <laughs> finally, my final big swing for the fantasy season. A.J. Brown will have more fantasy points than Travis Kelsey. This is kind of a weird one. This is kind of random. Here's the deal. I did a Twitter Spaces last night with Andrew Hawkins and A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown ends up telling me, Michael, that he did a fantasy league for the very first time with his teammates. O'Lineman, Julio Jones is in the mix. Okay. All of it. And in the first round, he drafted, whether it was auto-draft or not, A.J. Brown took Travis Kelsey. Whoever on the Titans has A.J. Brown and drafted him is trying to trade, like, inception. Here's A.J. Brown. Don't you want to be yourself? Don't you want to have yourself on your fantasy team? And A.J. Brown will not give up Travis Kelsey. So what does that mean? Does it mean he's... He's like, he gets the ball on every play. He could have 15. He won't give up Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Someone's trying to trade him him? Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll trade him for you for Taylor Kelsey. Taylor Luan so has A.J. Brown. And he's like, don't you want yourself? Give me straight up Travis Kelsey. Hey, has more confidence in A.J. Brown than, than A.J. himself. Brown. Yes, that's uh, A.J. Brown's being a realist, guys. He understands yeah. Julio yeah. Jones is on the other side it's of the ball. He's very self-aware. But, I mean, as, numbers, as far as numbers are concerned, like A.J. Brown, nothing to sneeze at. Two back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons, 19 touchdowns over the past years. One of your favorite guys. He'd rather have Kelsey than him. Kelsey would rather have AJ Brown than Kelsey. I don't know. Kelsey wants I don't see. No way. I'll take me. Yeah, I'll roll with me, but I would go with AJ Brown. Kelsey will put up number. AJ outscored Kelsey by eight points Mm. during his rookie year. Mm. When you remove from that, just saying. AJ's awesome. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.